Hello, it's Natalia Lloyd and welcome to my podcast, Beehive Household. As part of my interior design business, my first chat with my clients is a deep dive into their lifestyle and daily routines to be able to understand how they use their homes. And this is where the idea for this podcast came from. So subscribe and listen to find out about the daily routines of my extraordinary guests, their mindset, their choice of interiors, but most importantly, how their life at home sustains their success and much, much more. This is part two of my interview with Tessie Anthony Danasau. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. So, as you've mentioned, and for part of your life, you were also living in the royal home and you were part of the royal family of Luxembourg. So what Princess Tessie's typical day was like? Um, I think uh, it depends where we were because we traveled a lot as well. Our daily life as a family was the same as now. So that hasn't changed. Um, but uh, with the other duties we had, um, it was just an add-on if you want. Um, so we had beautiful uh, traditional uh, events we had attended in Luxembourg. You know, Luxembourg is, it's will always be the most beautiful country for me and it's really, yeah, I love going home. It's home there as well. And I love the people there. And it was just always for me so special to share um, Luxembourg traditional holidays, such as National Day and all kinds of others um, with the population. And uh, as a Luxembourgish woman myself, it was just such a nice way of reconnecting to my roots and just being connected to the people, because I think it's so important that no matter what you're doing in life, that you never forget where you're coming from. And I have never forgotten where I'm coming from. And uh, I will always be that Luxembourgish girl. And uh, as such, um, it was always very important for me to do that. So yes, the daily routine was um, sometimes, you know, wearing beautiful crowns or beautiful right. gowns and, uh, meeting these wonderful people, you know, it was, it was exciting, of course, but it brought a lot of responsibility as well, because all eyes were on you yeah. and you wanted to, of course, I wanted to, my main priority was to make my husband look good, to make him proud of me because I wanted to fit in so badly to be the woman he wanted me to be. Um, to represent him and his family, to represent Luxembourg, um, because I think it has just so much to give. And so, uh, you know, yes, there's some shiny parts of it, but it brings a big responsibility, which I still carry today. Still a lot of people look at my actions and a lot of people would love me to trip and fall over, you know, so it's it's still a big responsibility. Oh, it's just, you know, it's just, I think that is just life. People just like people in public. Right. Uh, kind of like just, just like haters. entertain them oh, kind right. of thing. Or maybe, you know, um, divert them from their own lives. Or, you know, it makes them, you know, maybe it makes them feel good when other people fail. Because, uh, I don't know, it's just, I'm aware of that, that there's people like that. And it's just... Um, yeah, I just, as a general rule, I don't do that 
to please people that don't like me. Because if you don't like someone, if people don't like me, they will not like me no matter what I do. Yeah. But so I don't care about these people. But I care about that when I do something, I really do it fully for with my heart. And I think, and I hope really truly that that people really feel that that care for everything I do because I really do care. When I get involved with an organization, a charity, with an institution, with my work, uh, I really mean it. I don't do it for the picture option. Yeah. I do it really because I like doing it and I do a lot of projects. I talk a lot about my projects on social media. That's right. But I do have a lot of projects that I don't talk about or where I ask organizations or when I donate money that they don't name me so no one will ever know. And I think that's important too. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of things that people don't know about and uh, that these are my little precious projects in my heart as well that I like to keep to myself uh, and just see it evolve and grow with a little smile knowing that I was part of that yeah. and uh, that's beautiful too so um, yeah so my life as, as a royal uh, was was exciting but it was also really stressful and um, you know and it's it's really about finding that balance as a woman as a wife as a mother, as a working mother. I was always working, um, not always welcomed mm. by everyone, of course, but I always wanted to work. Right. Um, and I thought that was really important for me, also for my children, that they see that even though we are royals, we need to make our own money. We're not in the, in the, in the 13th century or 15th century, where as a royal, you can just sit there and drink tea. You know, I think the royals nowadays, certainly many of them that I know, they all have their own living. They all work and they have their own lives. And I think it's important that uh, people do know that side as well. That uh, right. not everyone is just sitting there wearing tiaras and drinking bubbles. Um, you know, there's moments like that. But also every normal person has these moments too, where you dress up nicely and you drink bubbles and you just <laughs> chill. Right? So... Uh, so who would disapprove of that? Is it part of part of royalties, um, royal family that will disapprove of you working? Well, it's just, you know, if you are a very ambitious person, uh, and certainly I am, will it, be? it puts a little bit of shade on people that don't want to do anything. Because then people say, well, threat. she does things and I don't want to do anything. And it makes me look bad then. Yes, exactly. Right. So, um, and I encountered that. And that's fine. Within the family? Within the circles. Right. And that's fine because, you know, not every human is alike. And again, even that with, with uh, normal people and also, uh, you know, in my normal everyday life now, I see that too. Exactly. You yes. know, and I think um, you will have it in all circles. And that's fine because I have my life. My life is short. Life is short in general. And I don't live my life to live it for other people. I live my life for my children and for myself. And, uh, and as such, if that is important to me, I will do that. And I will not really care if other people feel like that, that they are being seen badly. Yes, I have yeah. really no problem with Step that. Step up your own game, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Everyone their own things. And I don't judge them for that as well. I think everyone, they do as they please. And I respect that, and uh, 
I think as they say in the Bible, you know, do to others as you want them to do to you. Mm. So I do hope that by respecting other people in their lives and how they live their lives, that maybe one day they can do the same for me. I have hope. You have hope. <laughs> of course. I hear you. And you said that you were trying to do things to fit into that family, to make your ex-husband proud. Did you manage to do that? Did you feel like you managed to fit in? I think so, to some extent. Of course, um, you know, there have always been barriers. But uh, it's just about... Um, I have been educated really, really well for my own home. And uh, I have lived a life... Um, my father educated me to be really a person of the people, always because he is. And as such, you know, I think from the family education I had, uh, I did bring something special to the family. I do really think that. And, um, and they told me that as well. And even my ex-husband uh, in court said that I did my job really well and that I was an impeccable wife. So um, I think I did some things right and I'm very proud of that. And uh, yeah, I'm not a perfect person but um, well, yes. I tried and and it was a wonderful time and I have no regrets. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I look back at my past and I smile and move on to my future um, with gratitude and, and really love for all of the experiences I had. So I do think that uh, I did um, provide what was asked for me, uh, certainly. Um, and uh, yeah, and I continue doing that as good as I can. It's beautiful. It's very gracious as well. And knowing you, I I, f I feel every word, and I feel what you um, stand for, and how you were trying to actually be yourself, but at the same time, you know, try your best to be even better than what you have, and to give even more than what you had to give. Um, but I think, to be honest, every woman is like that. We want to, we, we're nurturing figures, you know, as such, on the biology of a woman, you know, yes, you have more strong women and more sensitive women as you have men as well. Yeah. But I think for me, a woman has just, you know, um, you have the something special nature. to give, exactly. Mm -hmm. You can carry life and all of that. So I think it is just in our nature to make people around us feel welcomed and loved and, and settled. So, um, and I think that's very beautiful. Gorgeous. So you obviously went through a big change, getting out of the royal house and going coming back to your London home here. How did that change feel for you? Um, either did this home feel a bit smaller or did you feel like you can breathe with open lungs and there's no protocol, there are no expectations, there are no rules to play? Did it make you feel a little bit liberated? I know there was a period of a very stressful time before you got properly out of it and felt it. But when you get got through all of that, how did it make you feel when you turned the corner, when you actually said goodbye to those 
darker days, when did you feel that you actually taken your full breath with your full lungs and were happy in your home or was it a little bit disorientating or how did you feel yourself by putting past in the past? Well, I think um, <clears throat> I always felt home here. I always felt, uh, um, I always felt free, to be honest with you. Um, I always did my thing, kind of, uh, <laughs> which was not always great for everyone. <laughs> but uh, no, I was, I never felt like I couldn't be myself. Okay. And the restrictions I had within the protocol, I still have today because I am still part of that family. Even if I'm not married to my ex-husband, I'm the mom of these two wonderful grandchildren of that ruling family, the first grandchildren as well. So um, that will never change. So I think the guidance that I receive and that I had from my own family um, and the way I behave now has not changed. So to be honest with you, I never had that moment where I felt free all of a sudden because I never felt not free. Okay. I was always a bit, um, you know, the only thing I did feel is that I felt less sad about not being with my ex-husband again. Um, I guess everyone, well, I'm sure each and every person listening to this who has been divorced mm. knows that a divorce is a horrible thing because, you know, you need to grieve. There's something that has died inside you. And, um, and as such, I think it's just that, that healing um, that I could feel over time, that I would cry less, for example, or, you know, sleep better again, or look less at our pictures together, you know? And I think that changed maybe, because as time went, healing happened. But yeah, going back to your question, I think freedom-wise, I never really felt like I was not free. And okay. also today, I feel, you know, I, I do what I feel is right. And uh, as I said before, my values and my ethics, I do not change them for anyone. I love that. And uh, I think that's really important that you have that strength inside you that you say, no, this is me. And if that is not what you like, well, then you don't need to like me. And that's okay. Right. Because there's billions of people out there and you cannot please everyone. And that yeah. is just something maybe some people need to hear and hear it and hear it and hear it again and grow that confidence inside them to just be like, yes, this is me. Finally. And then feel free like that. Mm. But because I always felt like that, I, yeah. I've always been a little bit of a of a different character in that perspective and had yeah. always my 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 personality as such and um yeah it has always served me well for the situations I needed to encounter and I'm very grateful for that strength that it came that it is so strong in me since I'm since I can think I have been like that because I know not for everyone it's that easy. And, uh, you know, I hope that um, listening to this, maybe it encourages people to maybe step out of the box a little bit and just try and see what happens. And, uh, you know, as I say also, you know, over Instagram and letters, I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds 
you know, and if people listening to this and they have questions, they can always write me. And That's I right. happily answer the answer the questions. And you actually answer all of the letters that your fans are sending to you. Yes. You actually take time to write yes. the answers. I up to this day I find Each it and amazing. every one of them. I find it <laughs> amazing and fascinating. I may write you one day a letter. <laughs> I will write you back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I would love it. Handwritten letter from Tessie. Oh, love it. And um, yeah, you're right. It's um, I admire that a lot about you, that you stayed authentic, you stayed true to yourself, and you didn't play by anyone's rules, but not in a bad way. You followed the rules. You, you, of course, the respect person. is there's important. Respect, exactly. exactly. And history but is so important. That's so, right. Yes. And there's a... But you stay true to your own values, to your own authentic upbringing, to your beliefs and what is right and what is wrong. And um, if you wanted to work, you went ahead and you worked. You know, media comes into um, putting their food footprint on certain things. Oh, they need to sell, right? And positive exactly. news don't sell. That's right. I wanted to create, since I'm a child, I always wanted to create a good news channel with all of the good news in the world and i pitched it even to american producers and everything and no one ever wanted it even they, now i pitched it like six months ago and people are not interested here in the uk as well no one no media outlet is interested in it because and they told me it doesn't sell how so if you're listening to this and you want to create a good news channel and listen uh, to the behind yeah, household exactly always good news it's so important <laughs> because you know what is the world without good news, isn't it? And there's so many good things out there. And it's so beautiful. Like I subscribe to all of these channels on wow. Instagram with positive news and here and there. And there is some good stuff there. Yeah. Like it makes me feel good reading that in the yeah. morning. Yeah. It's just wonderful. And I think we need more of that. Especially as our kids go more on social media and are more exposed on these things. Because nowadays everyone is on the phones and all that stuff. There's a lot of content going into our minds. And, you know, what you read is eventually what you become. What you become, yeah. And it's just, you know, your mind is such a fragile thing. And I think it's so important that it's kind of like what you eat is what you are. The like same is for the mind. You yeah. feed it with the, just the wrong energy, wrong news. Exactly. And that's what you become. I totally agree. I have a rule of not watching news um, before 10 o'clock in the morning up until my day properly started because as you say there's no good news channel <laughs> there's always a yeah. lot of drama and throughout the lockdown in particular um, it was frightening it was scary it, it was unnecessary to an extent it's important to be informed it's important to be aware of what's going on but um, there's a limit to that I find that as well. Mm. I I would um, yeah I would support you. Yes, a little Ellen DeGeneres, yes, positive channeling. Yes, who's you know, becoming be a bit so controversial cool. now as well. Would be so cool. I think you know, I really and I, I drafted the whole concept in my head. What would be the show like? You know, where would it be and how would it feel like? And it was a no. Yeah, each time, each, each and every time. time. Wow, which is a shame. But well, uh, hopefully time will change. Hey-ho, you know. There's, a, there's so, so much bad news out there that hopefully people will start to realize that 
it's time. It's time for a change for the better to listen to good news. I'm totally with you on that. Um, well, my Zoom clocks, right? I kind of oh, like a starting attempt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Getting that out of it. Absolutely. Yes. And um, who didn't get a chance to watch Zoom clock? It's Tessie's little project that's becoming actually quite big on YouTube. Um, so go find it, Zoom clock with Tessie. It's, it's fantastic. She brings out guests from all walks of life, um, tells the stories, really inside story about what they are about. And um, it's, it's fascinating. You get to know people next door to you. I was privileged to be on that show yes. as part of the Professors Without Borders. And um, it's, it was a little bit of nerve-wracking experience for me, but I ever loved every minute. You did so well. Oh, it was fantastic. You. you would say that. <laughs> um, so coming back to your house environment, um, do you host often? Yes, you do. What, what are you like um, as a host? Like a tornado. <laughs> I love running around and just making everyone feel, every single person feel welcomed and that everyone is entertained and happy. So, um, you know, I create in the summer, I have these huge barbecues. Um, I create these uh, game nights where I go, for example, to the pubs next door, pay them ahead, and then create these treasure maps where I send people out. And, no way. <laughs> and it's just, uh, yeah, I just really do enjoy entertaining my friends. Um, I think it's, it's, such, it's such a great time always, especially, you know, because I work so much and I travel so much for work and I always need to, you know, the topics I'm talking about are often very serious. You know, like sexual violence in conflict, biological terrorism, my military career, and all of these other things. So it's nice to just decompress with your friends, having a DJ uh, doing some music in my kitchen, and uh, just people dancing and talking and meeting each other. And I think it's it's just fantastic. I really like it. Uh, I have done Luxembourgish National Day, for example, right. a few times in my home here in London. Just to introduce as well to my Luxembourgish culture and what why it is so important to me, and uh, yeah, it's just it's a it's a part of me to to connect to my friends and uh, catch up with them like that and make them also meet each other because I always have new friends coming, meeting my older friends and um, yeah, it's always there's always something new to celebrate and there's always something. Uh, new to explore together and I think it's 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 just wonderful and uh, yeah and it's funny because I send out 50 invitations and all 50 people come oh, <laughs> so wow. I never have anyone decline because I think they're having a good time too <laughs> yeah I think that's a pretty much a sign of that so who was your most famous guest my most famous guest yes oh mm. so um Let's say the most recent one. Let's okay. put it like that. Okay. Because I had quite a lot of amazing people in my house and I want to keep their privacy. Um, but there's one, and we have posted on her Instagram as well, so I can say that then. So the latest one, that was a week ago, we had a girls' night at mine um, where we played Pie Face. 
Right. You know. Pie face and karaoke and all of these things. Did you lose? Which was did amazing. Did you get a pie? Yes, yeah. I did get some. Some <laughs> we did actually uh, some cookie dough ice cream on the hand, so that was pleasant when it when it smashed into your nose. But um, yeah, Maud Hurst, which is uh, she's a very well known actress for uh, the Vikings. Right. She's the main actress there, and she's also very much into the mindful movement and a model and everything. So she was my most recent one, and I love her dearly. She's just ah, oh, such a delight and such a good friend, and spiritually on the same level as I am. So uh, she was the most recent one, and uh, yeah, for the rest, uh, many many others from all domains, from politics to. Um, entertainment to acting to music um, and so on yeah always a good time are they the ones that um, you have to make the most effort for no in terms of preparations or they are like mm -hmm. us they're like me I think that is also why they're my friends if they would be a bit stuck up and would think of themselves uh, like something better they would not be in my life I right. just don't have time for people like that, you know, because if you are my friend, um, you know, it's, it's important to share quality time with each other. And if you can't do that, um, then why bother, I guess? Uh, I'm sure that, um, you know, I'm also not everyone's piece of cake, right? So um, I think it's just uh, what you want your tribe to be, right? And uh, the five, I truly believe that the five closest friends you have, it's your biggest influence. Mm. And um, I surround myself with people who inspire me, who challenge me, who um, just help me grow, becoming a better person. And these are the friends I have in my life. Some pe people that I learn from. And yes, as with everyone else, you know, some friends come, some friends go. You know, I think um, it's all, you know, some, as they say, some friends come for an hour, others stay for a lifeline, That's lifetime, right. right? And it's just, I think it's beautiful. Yes. I think it's as important to let go of friends as much as to welcome new ones. So yes. not to hang on to the friendships that might not work as well. Maybe everything you had to learn there from each other is done. And uh, it, it's it's a time for the new new part and new chapter so absolutely with you so i know you're working on your book right now on quite a few of them so you actually yes. said so can you give us a glimpse on what it's about <laughs> or not? Oh, that is difficult <laughs> because um i'm working um, with my agent right now to just uh yeah work on the concept it's uh it's uh it's a few books it will take a while um, they are both, they're all three actually of them, very different from each other. Three of them which are very relevant, the topic of life. Um, three of them uh, insightful, sometimes personal, um, positive, and uh, yeah, challenging as well, um, challenging the reader. So uh, some are a bit more written like a novel. Okay. Others are a bit more um, like a guide, if you want. So um, that's, that's, yeah. So it's a mixture of fiction and non-fiction. Yeah, it depends on the book. Depends on the book. Yes. But uh, 
Intrigued. Once they are out, I'm sure um, it, they will find their readers and it's going to be quite interesting. Um, I don't want to jinx it. Absolutely. It's always like, uh, you know, talk about talk about the things when they're done and not when you're doing them. You know? This is such a Russian way. That's exactly what I'm so, th keep um, thinking about. So I keep it there for now. I love it. Well, I am intrigued and I'm really looking forward to here once they out. So we're nearly at the end of our interview. So I have a quick blitz questions for mm -hmm. you, um, just for short answers. So top book recommendation on mindset and success. Love yourself like your life depends on it. Oh, I've not read that one. Amazing book. Really amazing book. And Unfeathered Soul, the one with the horse on top. Right. A New York bestseller as well. Um, so these two books have definitely helped me with my mindfulness a lot. And also just to reconnect to myself and just look at different situations in my life in a different way. So total great books. Love it. I'll check them out. Household tasks you'd like to outsource? Oh my God. The taking out the dishwasher. <laughs> I hate it. So you would invite the person just to do that? <laughs> yes, I really don't like it. It's what it's that only task actually. I really don't like to take that, and it's and it's. I need to do it now as well, and I have been dreading it for like a day I will now. Help you <laughs> now as I'm I really here, don't I'll like it. <laughs> but that's the only thing really. For the rest, I don't mind. But the dishwasher to take it out, not even put it in, to take it out. I don't know what it is. Something must have happened when I was a child. Oh, I really funny. don't like it. <laughs> All other tasks are fine. All of the rest is fine. Have you got a cleaner? No, no I had wow. one, but she became pregnant as of my other three cleaners over the last 15 years. I think my house is very fertile. Very fertile. Yeah. Um, so, but, and then lockdown happened and everything. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I have been managing my household for the last nine months by myself and it was fine. Wow, hats yeah. off. Thank you. No, it's, it's, actually, it's actually quite uh, nurturing and, and uh, meditative, I must say. Wow. Oh. Okay, I will argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite meal of the day and why? Breakfast. Yes. I love food. Well, every meal really and the <laughs> snacks in between. Um, but I just love breakfast when you wake up in the morning and you just sit there and you have... Oh, I love Nutella as well, which is so bad for you. Well, But I love my Nutella bread. You can afford it. Dip it into the milk and then uh, just, yeah, just... It, it reminds me of my childhood, I think, but I really, really do love breakfast, even though a lot of people say it's not good for you. But I love it and it has been good for me. So I could With keep all doing your that. exercise and running. <laughs> and yes, exactly. you, you can absolutely. That's why I do it. it. Otherwise, I can't compensate that <laughs> Nutella glass a week. <laughs> so we talked about the um, famous house guests, but what is your top choice for celebrity house guest? What would be the person that you'd want? to have in your house, who would that be? Oprah <gasps> and Ellen DeGeneres. Right. I think they are really cool people. I think they do really, really wonderful stuff and they have questioned a lot of things, and but in such an elegant way. Uh, they're very strong women, both in their own rights. And um, yeah, I think I could learn so much from them and just having a coffee with them and hearing what they have to say and uh, yeah, I think that would be phenomenal. I think that would be so wonderful as a, as a contemporary yeah. example. Yes. If I would go historically, 
um, probably um, uh, Queen Victoria actually. Right. I think she has. She was such an incredible figure in the history of England, but also in the world. Really, her husband and how they ruled together, and how much love she put in. How she raised the kids, but also because of them, their social housing and mm. all of these other things. I think they have done so much for the English society. Um, yeah, I'm a total fan. Just you know, to just see her. Not even talk to her, but just experience her daily life, how it was for her, because wow. she was so strong. Mm. And at the time, being a reigning monarch and mother of so many children and wife, devoted wife after her husband died, yes. she was the, the black widow. Yes, she it's chose just, to wear black exactly. the rest of her days. I think it's just, you know, at that time to be such a strong woman in a man's society really because there was just a total man's society yeah a gentleman's club is extraordinary so i would have loved to just be a little fly in her room and just see how she lives for one day and what she would say to certain things would be extraordinary well she loved her food so i'm pretty sure she could have shared a bit of nutella <laughs> with you as well. she was um, a very remarkable woman I would have loved to see that mm -hmm. um, house guest happening. And the last one, your dream house and location. Ooh, that's a hard one because I have my special locations around the world that I really love. But my dream house would probably be, uh, my living room would be completely, the ceiling would be completely open with a big fireplace. Open. A bit like glass. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, with, of course, a TV. But just very, very, very romantic and, uh, you know, where you would see the snow on your window on top or the sun shining in or the rain drizzling on it. Um, on top of a mountain, but near a city, because I love the city, but I love the countryside, so something in between. Um, with a pool, uh, because I love swimming and big bedrooms, high ceilings, beautiful chandeliers. Um, nice hallway just a lot of flowers and uh, a big kitchen with a big um a big a big uh, table in the Island. middle to prepare yes exactly yes. where you can really share moments with your family and uh, probably um, well luxembourg is always my top one of course but that's a bit tricky um mm. so uh, definitely my second choice would be switzerland then I love Switzerland because it's also said it's the little Luxembourg is a little Switzerland. That's a reputation of Luxembourg within yeah. that space. And Switzerland reminds me a lot of Luxembourg. And I really do. I really can see myself growing old there and, um, yeah, raising my family there and, uh, yeah, being happy there. I think that would be beautiful. Gorgeous. Tessa, thank you so much. It's been the most insightful and touching conversation. I am so pleased to have you as my guest on my podcast. It's absolute privilege. And I cannot thank you enough for agreeing to do that. And I'm wishing you all the best. And I hope the dream house, the dream place, the dream location, and everything you dream of come true. So all the best to you. 
thank you so much Natalia the same to you and yes I will see you very soon again in the race and I'm looking forward to it absolutely thank you Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beehive Household Podcast. Please don't forget to like, leave your review and share with your friends and family. For more information on the design services we offer, visit our website www.natalialloydinteriors.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under Natalia Lloyd Interiors as well as on LinkedIn. Bye now till the next episode. Look after yourselves and your loved ones.